Welcome, everybody. Season two, episode four of Outside the Barn. I am one third of the Outside the Barn cast, along with me, my co-hosts Trevor Mbakwe and Blake Hoffaber. What's up? Hey, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, I'm some good in. stuff to talk about with the Gophers, yeah. the Big Ten wins. I can, I'm excited. This is the first time we, we've done it on this show in a long time. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I saw I saw a lot of Trevor there on the screen yesterday, Trev. It was a lot of screen time during the game. How was it for you? Oh, it was great. It was fun. It was fun just watching them live again. You know, the energy is, is there. Uh, students weren't there yet because they're on winter break still, but the crowd was still fun. It, you know, it reminded me of the old bar. So that was definitely fun to see live. They kept awesome. selling. They kept saying Joel and beads in the in the barn today. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, chill, chill. Hey, wait. Well, well. Before we get into it, man, a little news I want to share with everybody, with all our listeners. Um, excited to announce one of our newest partners, Underdog Fantasy. Uh, so for all the listeners out there, download the Underdog Fantasy app. Uh, use our code, specifically the outside the barn code, uh, OTB. 24 um, as the promo code and you get a hundred dollars in your first deposit and if you already have an account uh, you get an additional hundred dollars so make sure you download the app uh, tap in with underdog fancy man we're super excited for this partnership and you know just support the cause support beyond the big 10 and support outside the barn uh, so fellas let's let's jump right in like you guys said we've been we've been killing it we've really been killing it on um, these last few games we're getting a little you know national notice and, you know, I think there's a lot a lot to talk about. I think there's a lot to talk about. So I'm going to start with you, Blake, before we get that full firsthand experience, uh, Trev. But, Blake, how does it feel, man? How's it, how's it been, you know, just seeing the guys actually get some Ws out there lately? I mean, it's great. I think we've all been waiting for this. Not saying they're the best team ever. Um, obviously, we got, we got a long ways to go. But I think on our first – podcasts of the year and where were we la- where were where we were last year I think no one would have none of us would have picked what we're doing right now and they're playing good basketball they're playing oh stop Trevor stop it hey hey oh, let's oh, let's oh, rewind oh. the tape what was my pick what was my st- I'm just oh, saying, oh, you pick seven. <laughs> you, you pick seven but uh I mean they're playing well and they're playing well together which I like to see they're moving the ball around I just you know, I go back to, man, if they would have just won that Missouri game when we were up 20-some points, I mean, what this season really could be at right now. I mean, they could be close to being, you know, I don't want to say ranked, but close to being ranked based on their, their. Uh, I know they had a weaker non-conference, but, you know, they got three wins in the Big Ten right now. Um, you know, we got a tough stretch coming up. I do think, I know we'll get into the games a little more, but I said it from the beginning, the first couple of games, Elijah Hawkins was, you know, I thought he was playing really well. Then he kind of went in, I don't want to say a little slump, but wasn't playing as great. And I think the reason why we're winning these games, he's playing really well. And I don't, I think, you know, he's getting, distributing the ball. He can get to the bucket. He can create shots for people. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, they've been fun to watch. I've been, I haven't been able to uh, get to the games like Trevor has, has yet, but been watching each and every one of them on, on uh, on TV and it's it's been fun to watch and it's fun to be a, a alumni and Gopher fan right now. Trev, what do you think? No, exactly to your point. I mean, I think if we beat Missouri, we're ranked right now. We're probably in that like twenty 
two to, you know, like other receiving votes. And that, that changes the game right there. But it's been, it's been fun. You know, we're on a, what, seven-game winning streak. You can see the energy there. Like, even yesterday, you know, the game, we start off slow. We're down 10 points, 10, 12. And, you know, you saw there was no quit in this team. You know, they kept rallying. And Hawkins, he's been a difference maker. You know, if we have him last year, you know, he wins us some more games because he's that primary ball handler who can make plays and get other people involved. And I think he's what we were missing last year. So it's been nice to have him. Um, and, you know, Chris, he's been doing his thing. Like, we have a little bit more depth. You know, with Parker Fox, he's coming in a game, giving us eight to ten minutes. Energy, great energy. Um, and it, it's been fun to watch. You know, the team, you can kind of see the confidence building with the team, and they, they're kind of rallying behind each other. And it's good to have Braden back, too. I know he's dealing with some mental health stuff, but it's good to see him back. He made some clutch plays last night for us. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, three and one, you know, it's hard winning, you know, for us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this is what we do. But, no, it's exciting. Like you said, we have some big games coming up on the road. We have Iowa in a couple of weeks. So um, it's going to definitely be a big test for us. To, but it's a great way to start the conference season. How was the how was the environment yesterday at home? Like, was it – did it feel rocking? How was it, Trev? Yeah, it was great. Like I said, the students were gone uh, winter break. But we still had a pretty good, solid uh, student base. But uh, the crowd was there. The crowd was energized. You know, everyone – big place you know standing up and it wasn't dead there was energy there and uh you could definitely tell that the the team rallied behind the fans and the fans were excited to see what they what product was on the court and i think when you get wins crowd will come right so and you know non-conference wins one thing but when you start rattling off a couple big 10 wins it's like all right gets people's attention again and then it's like all right now the timberwolves are doing well but i'm gonna go check out the gophers tonight right they're playing well they're playing indiana they're playing michigan state whoever's gonna be coming up um wins wins get get people in the seats so uh we got to keep doing that and we're competing with uh, hockey boys hockey had a game too at the same time so it it was great to see like you know fans were still showing for basketball like they were for hockey too so that that definitely was a great sign yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's going to be important for them, too. The fans got to show up throughout the Big Ten season, in my opinion. Like, we got to protect home court. If we want to get that number six or number seven ranking at the end of the season, uh, like, I think we potentially could get. Um, we The fans really got to show up so we can help, you know, really try to support that home court. And like you talked about, Trevor, we got to get some some road wins. And I think, I think this team can. I think they have, you know – a poise with them, like you talked about, Blake, with the veteran leadership with Parker, um, with Elijah, like there's something there. And with Elijah specifically, like you guys talked about, I feel like there hasn't there hasn't really been a point guard, you know, like him probably in a long time around the program. So it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. And it's fun to watch just, you know, he get everybody involved out there. So that 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 part of it has been huge. That part of it has been huge. Other Other than Elijah, who's been the biggest – you know, you guys have seen like step up in your in your opinion. I think Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, I think he's shooting the ball really well. Um, you know, I think you know Payne when he's. In, I mean, I think you, they just got a lot of guys that are you know stepping up. But I think it all goes with Elijah Hawkins, how he plays. Yeah. I feel like that's how the team goes. Um, and but you know, I, I like the minutes that Fox will come in and kind of get those energetic minutes and get the get the team going. I mean, everyone's got their own role on the team. And I think that's something sometimes hard with newer teams that are new to a program to figure out your role. But I think they're getting at a good space and obviously they're winning. So that helps, but the guys are figuring out what the role is. Um, And we all know these teams, you have to have a role on a team and everyone's got to buy into that role or else if you don't buy into it, 
you know, you get a, you get some cancer on the team and it starts going down south. But they're they're buying into the system and the roles right now, and it, they're playing well. For me, what's good to see is that Parker had a bad game, you know, to his caliber, but his other guys stepped up. So, like, I think he was, what, two for ten or something? He, ten points he scored towards the end, but other guys stepped up. Oh, Joseph had a good game. Uh, Hawkins did his thing. Um, Cam Christie had, like, 12, 14 points. So, like, you know, we're not just relying on one person. Like, last year we relied too much on Dawson and Jamison. So, I feel like this year we have other guys who are able to make plays and able to step up when we need them. So, I think that's, that's a winning sign for me, too, because you can't just depend on Dawson to – have 25 points and 15 rebounds and carries to every victory in the Big Ten especially. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Their, their scoring in general, I think, it's just picked up. I think last year um, they were, I think, last. Were they last in the Big Ten? I think they were last in the Big Ten in scoring last season to at least top five right now, which is a, a huge jump. So I think that's a testament to them just having more weapons on offense, uh, them shooting the ball better. I think from the three-point line. I think yesterday, if you watched the game, Trev, Trev, I don't know about your opinion, but they probably could have – a few times I think they settled. I think we may have saw Joshua Joseph settle a couple of times. A few guys settle a few times. They could have got to the rim. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm always going to be happy to see Ben Johnson over there, you know, not stomping, not yelling, right, like taking him out, like, soon and talking to him about it. And, you know, hopefully, right, they do figure out when those shots need to be taken and when they don't need to be taken. But um, I think yesterday there was a few times. There was a few times they was letting it fly. That I think they they settled. Blake, it was probably cool for you. You were like, yo, I wish I was I was a part of this offense. But I, I'm I love that. I mean, I if I were a coach, um, I mean, unless someone's being a cancer or like a knucklehead, mm-hmm. I would never want to take a kid out because he missed a couple or took a bad shot because it just gets in kids' heads, gets in their minds. So. I mean, there was nothing worse than, you know, I love Tubby, but every once in a while I'd shoot what he thought was a bad shot and I'd see, you know, DeVoe Joseph pop up off the bench and you just like just ticked off, right? And then you get subbed out and like it, it creates where you don't want to screw up again and it creates a little bit of uh, hesitancy. So um, I, I like that, you know, Ben kind of has a longer leash, which is good. Um, you can't let the leash too long if you have the wrong kids, but, uh, you know, it is good that the team seems to like to play with one another. They like to play together. You know, they're, they're kind of family feel, um, and that's only going to help them as the Big Ten goes. But question I have for you guys is, and I saw someone uh, mention it as well, but do you guys think, you know, obviously I want to say we're a lot better than last year and we're playing good basketball right now, but do you think the Big Ten is down this year or do you think the Gophers are better? I mean, the Gophers are better this year, but do you think the Big Ten is down too? I've, it's a combination. Um, just seeing some of the teams, you know, like you, the Michigan State, they're struggling. But, you know, they really don't usually peak, you know, lately until like February, March. Um, outside of Purdue, I think every game is really winnable to me. I know some yeah. games. Like, you Wisconsin's know, some teams, playing pretty well, though. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen them. Yeah. Like, I remember they used to score like 50, 60 points, it seemed like. And now they're scoring 100 points. I mean, they're they're playing good basketball. Um, it's, it's but I'm with you, Trev. That's why I kind of asked the question. Besides Purdue, like – it's wide open. And that's which, why I love which, the way we're playing. Yeah. We're right here. We could easily finish in the top four. Like, I mean, Maryland, we beat Michigan's really struggling. I mean, Iowa's up and down. Um, I mean, I think it's Purdue, Wisconsin. 
Michigan well, State, I just always think they're going to be good at the end. So, and it's always tough to play there, but they've been struggling. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird weird year in the Big Ten, at least. It sounds like my ranking prediction is what's you know going to come to fruition. Most likely is what you're saying. It sounds like I hope I hope you're two. right. I hope you're right because you still owe me a dinner. Then I, it'll it'll cancel each other out, but. Uh, <laughs> But no, I, I, I hope you guys are right. Um, but um, I think the next four games is going to be pretty telling. I mean, I think we got Indiana on Friday. I think I was in there, Michigan State's on there, and then uh, Wisconsin, I believe. So yeah. um, to Trev's point, though, well, going to Trev's point, but first and foremost, I've said it for like 20 years, it seems like, but we got to protect Williams Arena and home court, especially in the Big Ten. And with a down year the Big Ten's maybe in. We can't lose at home. But also if we can snag a couple on the road, um, and it's always fun to do that during, you know, uh, winter break when students aren't there. And unfortunately, we've had a lot of uh, uh, home games during that, and we still held our own, which is good. But it's good to go to Michigan State when the students aren't there and some of these other places. But if we can steal a couple on the road but win our home games, I mean, we're going to have a good shot. You can get to 21 wins pretty easily. I agree. I agree. I got to say, I'll jump in and say I disagree with you both. I don't know if it's that down of a year for the Big Ten. I think if you go back to the ranking, when I was talking about that kind of pretty, you know, high prediction beginning of the year, I was, you know, addressing last season. I felt like last season, no one was really that dominant besides like a Purdue, right, similar to this season. Like it really, it felt like we were just that bad last year that it was just unattainable. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's different, but and I don't know what the you know how do we how do we grade that because our we never do well in the tournament. So it's like, what is a good Big Ten season, right? Well, it's, now, we, have, we have three ranked teams, so we have to compare it to where we were last year. So right now we have Purdue's ranked, Wisconsin's ranked. I was, ranked. I was just gonna say that that's not very many. That's three teams. I don't know where we were at last year. Last but year we had eight, teams. eight teams made the tournament, nine teams. So, yeah, I think at least we're at five. We'll see. We'll see. I guess we'll see where we finish up with it. But that's a great way. That's a great way to scare them. We might have to look you back. You get them, Trev. You get them, Trev. We might have to look back on it. We might have to look back. You know, we might have to look look on this. Somebody has to do the research on the side. Let's share this after. Um, I might do a poll and see what people think. Man, but... Kendall's down south. He doesn't even know what's going on in the Big Ten these days. <laughs> Yo, Big Ten is a national conference, if you didn't know at this point. It doesn't matter what part of the country you're in uh, now. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I don't know. I feel like you're discrediting the Gophers when you're saying it's a little uh, down here as well, too, a little bit. But, no, I, I, I hear you when you say that we'll – We'll see, I guess, how the tournament ends up. Maybe we see our first Big Ten champion this season. Right. Well, for us, too, like, you know, before we get, you know, overboard, like, let's just take it week by week. So it's been fun just to see, like, this process and, like, just yeah, see them, exactly. like, trending in the right direction. They're not peaking, but, you know, they're trending in the right direction. Like, you will want them to start the Big Ten. So, because we didn't have that last year. We beat Ohio State to start, and then I feel like we lost, like, five games in a row or something like that. No, I agree. I think they're winning, and also I think you guys can probably agree there's they haven't even come close to the ceiling they can reach. I think each player, even individually, you know, can get a lot better, and they've all played pretty well. Like you talked about Cam Christie. He's been growing as a freshman, but I think we can all agree he can, you know, get even better, get even more consistent. I think 
Um, somebody that's jumped out to me is Pharrell Payne. I think he's played big minutes these last few games, like um, game before last. Uh, I know they have like kind of a heart or toughness of the game winner. Y'all be seeing on Instagram when they have the when they have the belt. So Pharrell won that one just because of, you know, the defensive effort he brought out there. So I think it's important for him just to keep growing too. I think yeah. it's important to find him minutes too, uh, because I know he ha- he hasn't been starting. So which is a little interesting, right, compared to last season. So I know he it's it takes him a little while. I, at least for me, it seems like it takes him a little bit to kind of to kind of get going. You you guys I, agree? I agree yes. with that, and I, I I hate to say it, but I just feel like this team is a little different than last. They're trying to play a little more up-tempo, moving the ball around, more smaller feel maybe, especially with Garcia. He kind of acts more like a guard. So, you know, I I think it will change come, you know, it'll be game to game a little bit, especially when you're playing against ED and people like that, right? It's Payne's going to play a lot more. But I think just the the chemistry of the team we have right now and the style of ball they're trying to play just at least right now is – is. I don't want to say not to his advantage, but it's not to his advantage right now. Um, but he's got to find a way to get in there, snag rebounds, dunk it. Pull. I mean, when he gets those those you know spots, take advantage of it. But I don't know, Trev, your thought, but I just feel like it's a little different style this year than last year, and part of that's due to the chemistry of the team, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, in a lot of teams play small, like Maryland, they're big, uh, Reese and all them. They're yep. you know tall, skinny, like you know more perimeter type players. Um, but, you know, I think he's going to fall in that 17 to 20 minute range. Like that's, you know, realistically, that's kind of going to be like, you know, when we play Purdue or bigger teams, he's going to play, you know, 25 minutes because he's bigger. But I think we're going to see a lot of time with, you know, Dawson, Ola Joseph or Dawson Parker, like that, you know, that lineup. Um, just like you said, to play a little bit more up-tempo. For me, I think the X factor, you know, kind of going back to our preseason thing is going to be, you know, guards win games. You know, but like you always say it too, is like, I th- like Hawkins has to be, you know, we're going to go as far as Hawkins takes us. Um, yeah. He's going. He's been. You know, he dishes the ball. He does a great job. You know, sometimes maybe he handles the ball in his hand a little bit too long. But I think uh, just for him, I think he's going to be our leader. You know, obviously you have Dawson, who's going to be who's, who's our most talented player. But we're going to go as far as our guards can take us and our ability to continue to shoot the ball well. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I'll, I'll jump in real quick. I was gonna say with Elijah, um, Trev, he does he does dribble sometimes, you know, a little bit too much, but it's fun. I think it's fun a little bit, right? I think it's something we gotta just live with because we haven't had anything like this in the past, right? Yeah. And it's it's something that Elijah's kind of got that game you can't really teach. Like it's not like a lot of just going to individual workouts with the new school trainers that we hear about right now. Like you can tell he's just been an open gym, just hooping, right? Yeah. Just playing, and he's also gotten a lot of reps in. Also, when it comes to just getting it in. And so that's I think that's something you need, something you need when it comes to the end of the shot clock at times, something you need when it comes to getting the crowd going. So I agree with all that. But Elijah's got the game you can't teach. And and I rock with it because I don't like all the robotic type game that you you get out of a lot of guys and a lot of guards these days. Well, I think let's face it. I think we need that. I mean, to me, I, we don't have a guy that can just go one on one and create his own shot too well. So, like, we need a guy like Elijah to just dribble all over the place and, and get guys open and shoot shots. I mean, we, we kind of need that to be honest. Um, but on the, on the flip side to Trev's point earlier with, with pain, I think if our pain and all of a sudden he does get those minutes and people are playing smaller ball, like he's got to be a dominant force in there to prove like you need to put in your big guy to guard me. Right. So I almost would flip the script around when he does get those minutes, like hammer the boards when he does get in the post, like, 
take it strong right at that, you know, Reese or a smaller defender to prove like, like I'm going to be the weapon against you guys versus, Hey, I'm not in because we're playing small ball or the other team's playing small ball. If that makes sense. Oh, for sure. Just watching. I, mean, I feel like you, you did that oftentimes. I mean, a lot of times we were trying to play up tempo stuff and then you would kind of, you know, take it right at, you know, a, a weaker defender that's a little skinnier than you are or whatever. Right. And, then they had to pivot and be like, okay, we need to play bigger ball. Then you got, right. you know, you didn't worry about minutes. But to my point, like, you started being the dominant factor and making them focus on you versus right. you focusing on how to fit into the game. Right. They have to adjust to us, not us adjusting to them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, with with what's coming up, fellas, I know y'all talked about it a little bit. These next three games, I'm looking at them right now. Uh, so we got Indiana at Indiana, Iowa at our place, and then Michigan State at their place. I don't know if there's three bigger games in the Big Ten that you really have. If there's not even just for this team, right, and how big you know these games are for this team, just in trajectory that we're on upward, but just in general, like in my opinion, I know we've talked about a lot, but like. Indiana's probably the toughest place to play when it's rocking, and Michigan State might be number two. I was going to say, that's that's the top two, I think, toughest places to play on the road. And then you got Iowa thrown in there. That's a border battle, so that's a big game in itself. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I think you got you got Wisconsin in there at the fourth game, I think. So it's like you got the next four games are legit. And to the credit, I mean, I think Indiana's down this year. I've been watching them a little bit. They got a, a big guy, I forget his name, number one, I believe it is. But he's a good player, but their guard players guard play is down a little bit this year. Um, so I think that's winnable, even though it's at Assembly Hall. Michigan State's down right now. Iowa, you know, Iowa always scares me a little bit because if they get rolling from the perimeter, I mean it's tough to tough to stop a Fran type of team. Um For sure. but also, also they can shoot themselves out of the game too, right? So um, I don't know. This is a huge stretch for us. I think out of these next four games, I would be happy, and it sounds terrible, but if we won two of them, I think that would be a win. Yeah, I think I don't think it sounds terrible. I think going two and two, yeah, I think two of those games are on the road. So you got at least if you get two of those the next four games, because two of those games are at home. If it's one on the road, one at home, we have to go two and two. If we go anything less than that, that puts us in trouble just because, you know, you lose in a home game, and those are tough teams. I like our chance against Michigan State. Indiana, like you said, on a Friday night, it's going to be tough. It's a tough place to play, period. But, you know, it's a chance for our guys to make another statement. Wisconsin is going to be tough. Iowa's always – they're going to play us tough regardless. Half the arena is going to be Iowa fans, unfortunately. <laughs> that's just how it goes. But um, but those are fun games. But, you know, that's what makes the Big Ten special. Like, just look at, listen to those four teams you just named. And three of them on down years. But that just makes it fun. You got Indiana on a Friday night. Come back to Iowa Monday night. Then you got Michigan State on the road. Then you come back versus Wisconsin. Uh, that's getting me excited already. <laughs> no, for real, for real. And I agree, Trev. No matter what, half the arena is going to be Iowa. I think that just shows how important it is for the fans to to really fill it up. Like, I think I saw Ben Johnson talking about it yesterday. You know, like, make sure we keep filling it up. Like, really fill it up. Even if you don't even have the tickets, like, you can't, you can't come. Like, get a ticket away. We can't have more Iowa fans than Gopher fans. Um, and that being kind of one of those main home grant games in the stretches, we really need to make sure that it's taken care of, that we're covered uh, with the Iowa stretch. So we'll, we'll def- hey. 
I was going to say, show them some love, too. It's like they've been playing well, working hard, getting wins. Like, show up, right? And, you know, if you're kind of a bandwagon fan and a couple losses, like, so be it. Then don't come back. But, I mean, they've been playing well. They've been rocking it. So uh, show some love and get there and take a seat. For sure. That's that's how that's how it has to be. And then on those road games, I don't know. I think they just got to stay disciplined. I think that's going to be a, a big one. I think at home yesterday, a lot of the crowd really helped them really stay in line. But as you guys know, when you're at Michigan State, when you're at Indiana, like things can go south really quickly. And as you guys know, um, we talked about earlier with Indiana and, you know, Michigan State, like neither have been playing particularly well. Uh, so they're going to be looking to get get some wins, too. But I agree with you both. If we can come out of this, you know, potentially two and two, um, some sort of way, I think I think that's that's some sort of win. Um, two out of the three games here, um, I, I think that's a win there. I, I think they can make it happen. Fellas, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody listening uh, to another episode here outside the barn. Um, I think we'll need to, you know, tap in really soon here. Stay really close to, you know, what what's what's coming up here. But um, you know, for everything happened, you know, Elijah Hawkins, the excitement going on there, uh, just to the whole team that's happening. You know, I think I think there's a lot of buzz around the program. I think it's super important. We bring all the fans together. We keep pushing it. Uh, everybody keeps packing the barn. Trev, you keep sitting right behind the scores table. Keep getting that TV coverage. Uh, <laughs> ain't really close the yearbook, but I love to see it. Trev, I mean, Blake, make sure you actually get to a game soon here. Hold on, Kendall. Before we finish, can we say, you know, Blake's point earlier said none of us predicted this. Can we <laughs> go back and can we get yeah, our can we, uh, can we talk to our pr- production team here when Blake said no one predicted it? You, you said seven, Trev said eighth, and I said ninth. So we'll see. I think it was a little bit different. I think Kendall was a little bit higher, wasn't he? I might have said six. Six. Then it was six, seven, eight. <laughs> I might have I said six. All right. And so I, was, I hope they do run this back, and then we'll we'll play it at the end of the year. I hope yeah. you're right, Kendall, but you're acting like I'm way off at nine or eight. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Well, we'll 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 play it. We'll play it back. We'll we'll see what it is. But for me, I'm not. I'm I'm confident in the six. That's why I need everybody Move back. Five. Move up to five. I'll let you go to five. Come on. I feel like Kendall was up there. I think he like said something high, and then he made yeah, me. Might be five or four. I think you said. <laughs> okay, I will say five doesn't sound all the way off, but I think I was six. I think I was six. I think I was six though, and I and I was confident in that. I was confident in that. You y'all trying to say it's a down year in the Big Ten? All right, moving <laughs> up. And we'll give you a chance to edit it. You want five or four? No, I'll I'll stay with six. I'll stay with six. Trev, you stay with seven, and Blake predicted like eleven. No, yeah. I was eight or nine. So we'll we'll run it back though. We'll run it. We'll we'll run it back. We'll we'll see what's good with it. But we got a lot of big games coming up soon here, man. I think we got a a couple dope guests that's supposed to be popping on soon here as well too. So let's let let's stay close here, man. But go for basketball is back. Um, I want to give a special shout out to a few people with Beyond the Big Ten. Evan Turner. I told him to buy stock and go for basketball at the beginning of the season. He had a chance to do this on national television. He failed to do so. Uh, and now yesterday's price is not today's price. So uh, I don't know if that opportunity is even still on the table. You can jump on the bandwagon late, but I mean, he had that opportunity. So uh, I think the lesson, the lesson there is just learn from your mistakes. 
Who's Evan Turner? Was he like a re- old old basketball player from the past or something? Yeah. He was, he was that slow guy, right? He was just super <laughs> slow. Spin move, spin move. <laughs> so it went, it went, it went in a lot. It went yeah. in a lot. But that's um. So I want to give a special shout out to him. Special shout out to um Travis Valman of the Old Terps podcast. He gave a special tweet to me yesterday uh, about how his guys, um, his men, actually were going to come into our trap. If the people at home don't know what that means, that means house. He was going to come into our house and really take over our house, and that was his prediction. And as everyone saw yesterday. Uh, Maryland probably shouldn't step foot in Dinky Town again unless they're actually prepared. So, Travis, I think that loss yesterday, um, I know the guys, they were the ones that went and, you know, took it, um, the L in national television, but you're probably going to have to take that L yourself uh, on the Old Terps podcast. So, appreciate you guys for motivating the Gophers and everybody listening at home. I appreciate you. Trev, Blake, uh, we'll, we'll have to wrap it up next time. So, fellas, we'll chop it up soon. Sky you my. Everybody, sky you my. Go Gophers. Thanks for listening.